Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Behind-the-scenes experience in Washington and around the world. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the extended version of Inside Sources. If you happen to miss uh, last Friday and were expecting to hear the fearless voice of uh, J-Mac, he announced that uh, he is going on to some new activities, some new... uh, exciting activities, I think, that you'll hear some announcements about in the not-too-distant future. Uh, So in the time being, I'm going to uh, fill in this slot from 1 to 3 o'clock every day uh, until Jeff Kaplan comes in and uh, guides you safely home during your commute this afternoon. Uh, So we're going to pick up uh, our conversation. We've been following, obviously, a lot of what's been going on uh, with the president's battle. We now have a uh, resolution condemning uh, the president's remarks in the House of Representatives that is now scheduled officially uh, for a vote at 5 p.m. Utah time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, So that will be coming on. We have learned from our sources that uh, Representative Ben McAdams is going to vote in favor of that resolution condemning the president. Uh, We will continue to monitor that and follow that uh, as we go through the afternoon today. Uh, and uh, we're not going to do this for three hours. Uh, we're going to talk about this for one more segment. I want to get a couple more perspectives uh, in this battle, what it really means and what it's preventing us from getting to. And then we're going to shift gears. We're going to talk about uh, Apollo 11. Uh, today is the 50th anniversary of liftoff uh, on the way to the moon. So we're going to break that down a little bit, uh, share some of uh, President Kennedy's vision Uh, And really ask the question, what's possible in today's world? Can we get back to that kind of unifying challenge? Do we have any leaders anywhere, business, politics, or otherwise, uh, who could lead that kind of unifying vision and and mission for the country? We're also going to talk about uh, how people come together uh, in conversations, uh, people who disagree. How do you have that uh, elevated dialogue in a little different way? We'll have some unique examples uh, for that. Uh, We'll also... uh, tee into a, uh, a few interesting things from Arthur Brooks, uh, who talked about something that's becoming more important for me every day, and that is what happens when you uh, start to decline a little bit. What does that do for you professionally? What should you be focusing on as you advance in your career? So we'll talk about that a little bit. And then we're going to wrap up uh, during our uh, two o'clock hour. Uh, we'll be joined by Jenny Howe, uh, who has done some great work uh, in terms of teens and anxiety, a uh, big part of efforts that have taken place here at KSL and uh, with the Deseret News. So we'll talk about what summertime means in terms of stressors uh, and mental health 
uh, for teenagers and uh, those in their early 20s. We'll also talk about youth sports a little bit and specialization and the problems that that is creating really an epidemic uh, of, you know, kids having ACL injuries at very young ages and uh, really complex surgeries and chronic pain uh, based on having to specialize in a sport at a very, very young age. So let's wrap up our conversation around the president, the president's battle. Uh, just a reminder, if you've been somewhere under a rock or on vacation for the last few days, uh, you've got a battle brewing between uh, President Trump and four members of the House uh, caucus. Uh, they call themselves the squad, uh, four freshman members there. And uh, that's been going back and forth uh, since Sunday. And the president uh, doubled down on Monday, quadrupled down today. And this is what uh, President Trump said about his comments. It's up to them. Go wherever they want or they can stay. But they should love our country. They shouldn't hate our country. So the president was really trying to reframe his comments about uh, they can go back where they came from, uh, which historically has has been a, uh, uh, a term that's been used in many racial contexts. Uh, so he's trying to say, no, they, they can go wherever they want. They can go back to their home states. They can go back to their home districts. They can go, they can go wherever they want. Uh, and then the president said this. I think it's terrible when people speak so badly about our country, when people speak so horribly. So, so the president really trying to, to pivot uh, to, hey, this is, this is about these four freshman members of the House who are saying horrible things about America. Uh, who are definitely on the far left uh, of the political spectrum. Uh, they have a very socialist-driven agenda. Uh, and the president's trying to undermine that in terms of saying, hey, look, this is they're the problem. I'm not the problem. They're the problem. They're the ones who are, are calling out the country. Uh, and so it's, a, it's an interesting thing. So if you watched yesterday, uh, these four freshman members of Congress, uh, all women, all uh, of color, ethnic backgrounds, uh, all citizens of the United States, three of them born in the United States, uh, and uh, they started off uh, with a, a statement from Representative Presley from Massachusetts, uh, and she said something that was really important, and then she proceeded to uh, do exactly the opposite. But here's what she said. I encourage the American people and all of us in this room and beyond to not take the bait this is a disruptive distraction from the issues of care, concern, and consequence to the American people. Okay, so uh, so that was kind of her her tee up there in terms of hey, don't don't take the president's bait on this. She she was saying hey, the the president is using this as a way to distract uh, House Democrats to create a division between these freshman uh, members of the House and uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Uh, and she she said repeatedly, don't take the bait, don't take the bait. And then she and her colleagues, uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez and Omar in particular, not only took the bait, they went hook, line and sinker and used the same kind of language in reverse against the president, uh, describing all kinds of things that just did not even need to be said, uh, let alone said at a microphone in front of the House of Representatives. Uh, and so while they were saying don't take the bait, they they took it. They took it. And so the distraction that they warned against, they are now fueling with their own rhetoric. Uh, also interesting this morning, Senator Dick Durbin uh, from the Senate 
uh, had a very interesting statement as it relates to Leader McConnell, who we heard from just about an hour ago. The rules of the Senate make it clear that one man will decide if we speak out on this matter of principle. And that man is Mitch McConnell, the Republican leader of Kentucky. I will tell you, he has been President Trump's greatest enabler. If you don't like the division in Washington, D.C., if you don't like what's happening to this country as we pit ourselves one against the other, I'm afraid that Senator McConnell has been the enabler of this president who has created in just two and a half years a division in America which was unthinkable before the last presidential election. I don't think Senator McConnell really has the will or the determination or even the political courage to step up, even in this clear case, and condemn the racism of the president's remarks. All right, that's Senator Dick Durbin from from Illinois. Uh, Again, condemning Mitch McConnell for not taking up this issue uh, on the floor of the United States Senate. Uh, so again, really interesting. If you look, at, listen to all the comments we've just blitzed through there. So you've got Leader McConnell uh, defending territory. You've got uh, Representative Presley uh, making her statement. Dick Durbin condemning McConnell, uh, and we're and we're back into this vicious cycle that really takes us nowhere. Uh, so the only thing we know that is going to happen today, we will have a vote on the floor of the House of Representatives around 5 p.m. Utah time. Uh, it will be a resolution condemning the president's words and, and language and rhetoric. Uh, and again, that's uh, short of a censure, uh, which would be a very different animal if they went down that path. And from what I understand, what I'm hearing from Washington is that there's just not an appetite uh, on either side uh, to come together and actually censure uh, the president of the United States for his rhetoric. So uh, those will all be things to to watch and pay attention to. Uh, but again, we got to get to the things that are actually going to move the country forward. So when we come back, we are going to shift gears and we're going to talk about something that propelled the nation forward in a most extraordinary way. 50th anniversary of Apollo 11. Uh, really interesting insight on that. Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. 